Fire Up are proud to present a glittering new season celebrating the barbaric ballet that we call Rugby League. You must feel pretty confident with that uh, additional bulk he's put on. Now watch the defence, it'll be fairly uh, violent I would imagine. Now the Gladiators hopple with the left forearm. It was as nasty as we've seen for a long time. A little bit out of character, he's a very clean player. Manly slumped to eighth on the ladder. He's only five metres from the line. And he's hurt on the bird. He runs into a wall. Certainly got some forearm in it for some damage done to him with a boot or a knee. But my heavens, he's really bleeding. He's come out of it very much the worse for wear. Bleeding like a stuck pig out there. And the crowd's starting to go wild. Intercepted. Shows it. Goes outside. Steps, steps again. Steps again. He gets it down. It is a try. Yes, it's a try. It's a sad, sad commentary on the mentality of some of the idiots that follow Australian sport. Now, please welcome your muscle-bound maestro, Stephen Ferris and Chris Gale. As they fire up. G'day, Chris Gale. How you doing? Doing very well, Stephen. How are you going? Not too bad. You know the show is called Fire Up? Correct. Right. Uh, I started today with two coffees at home took a third as a takeaway, and then zipped to the nearby cafe for a quick piccolo, and here I am with my first real coffee for the day, ready to go. That's how fired up I am. So I asked the question, who are you, Brandon Smith or Josh Adokar? Because you seem to have similar habits. I'd rather be hectic, thanks. Well, the hectic had a win yesterday, Stephen. I hesitate to point that out, but uh, the Sydney Roosters did prevail. Okay. Now let's, uh, let's talk about the game day experience. We often don't do that. I'm often too busy to get to the games, though we watch a lot of telly and replays and delve deep into the media. Uh, you went to two games, but I I only went to one, which was the actual Anzac Day game yesterday. Now, can I just say, Chris, the Anzac weekend, it's a day. It's one day. It's not a week. It's not a year. We celebrate one day. There's only two games on on that particular day, and I think that's what everybody should be piling on the dough to make them special days, not a special all-round bloody extravaganza that everybody gets to jump on board. Well, we live in an age, Stephen, where every child wins a ribbon. And Indeed. a lot of that uh, chatter has been around the West Tigers. Like if they win the second half, that's good enough for us. <laughs> uh, but I think it'd be churlish to think. And of course, I think originally the concept, churlish. the concept was confined to the Roosters Dragons fixture. But they thought that, they end of story. But they thought they better involve New Zealand, hence the Warriors Storm idea. Yes. But I think it's a little churlish if you don't want to spread the love. If you know what I mean. Is that right? Well, I'll tell you why in just a moment. Now, Chris, uh, I love nothing than the smell of a five to four try game where we lose. <laughs> <laughs> Love it to death. You know, can't say enough about good things about uh, that, 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 that whole aroma of winning the try number but losing the game itself. You were there yes. yesterday. Yes. St. George Illawarra versus uh, the Chooks. At, uh, apparently it's their stadium. Uh, Trellion Stadium. Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> it yeah. sure felt like it yesterday. Did, did you get that slightly queasy feeling I had as you arrived walking down Moorpark Road and seeing the sign, Home of the Sydney Roosters, oh, Allion Stadium? Yeah. I knew sit, what was coming, Chris. didn't sit well for me. Yeah. It then made me wonder what the uh, other codes were doing with their emblems up on the Driver Avenue side. But uh, yes, Weren't they covered up for the day? Well, they probably were. They probably yeah. were. Uh, now, look, uh, it looked to me like, let's talk about the pre-show. Because mm. I, I got there about an hour and a half beforehand. And, of course, you know, you find your seat. Uh, we'll get to that seating arrangement in just a moment. Uh, you were down with, you were down, on the, I think, with the, the VIPs. I know that much. It felt like, to me, uh, red, white and blue all the way. I mean, it was their home game. Yes. I get it. You know, so the announcers, the music, it's all done by the Roosters. Uh, the on-screen Glory days of the war when uh, old Anzacs were there and they, they died for the cause. It's fantastic stuff, but it's all rooster stuff. Are you suggesting in some sort of nod to the Anzac spirit that it should be, um, the livery should be evenly split between well, there was the, a the two franchises? There was a mention that St George had a couple from the days gone by. Uh, but when we take over the game, which we do each year, we don't quite lay it on as thick. I can tell you that for nothing. Yeah, honestly, I was sitting with Rooster supporters being texted constantly by Dragon supporters, and it was like there were two games going on <laughs> in terms of the uh, general feedback I was getting. But I do note that when they put up 
uh, and we might talk about this a little bit down the track, but when they put up the St. George team list on the big screen, mm. it was in such small print. You what, for about two seconds? You couldn't read it. Yeah, there was no one name after the other, was there? <laughs> I'm going, Tata who? Yeah, 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 <laughs> Junior yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. But you know what? That felt good. <laughs> Because you know, let's face it, and I'll, get, I'll repeat this motif, they're a team of international players, representatives, and state of origin reps. We've got one. We were destined for the bottom. They're destined for the top. Hello. Well, I think with Tyrell Sloan, you might have two. But we not yet. This is one of uh, an, another one of my patented uh, sayings. Oh, is that right? I I mean, let me get my pen. Hang on. Yeah, the, the problem with the is roosters. Is there a fee involved? The problem with the roosters is that they're a team of champions. But they're not a champion team. And they play for premierships, Chris. Well, but it's we're been pl- a few we're, years. We're playing for survival. <laughs> it's been a few years. When I say we, I'm a St. George Illawarra supporter. Did you know that? I'm pretty much across yeah. that, yeah. So there will be a little bit of bias in this uh, proceedings. That's fair enough. I mean, coaches are acknowledging bias. Uh, Andrew Webster, the coach, not the journo, acknowledged uh, his view of the Shane Walker? I mean, Dylan Walker. The Dylan Walker simbin. He goes, well, I've had a look at a few of the angles, but I have to admit I'm a coach. I'm in the rooms. We might be isn't biased. What, isn't that what, that what all of them say? I mean, like Teddy Tedesco and uh, uh, the coach, Robbo, said the same thing. Oh, look, I really can't say until I watch it closely. You were there. You've got TVs. I'm sure you've seen it a million times like all of us. You know, But for some reason, they don't want to go there. Look, I, to me, it was tight last Tuesday, Chris. Look, this fixture has returned to Trellion Stadium after four years in the wilderness at the yeah. old girl, the City Cricket Ground, Stephen. Yes. And you and I remember the heady days. Heady of days. The Anzac Day fixture where the – yeah, we got a couple of parachutists. It's not called the armed forces for nothing, Chris. <laughs> That's right. We got a couple of parachutists and the guy had a lot of trouble getting his game ball out of the satchel yes. to give the Freddie Fittler. Yes, I yes. mean, wouldn't that have been a disastrous yes. start if they couldn't have provided the game ball? Look, But where was your beloved – Black Hawk. Nowhere to be seen. Nowhere down. And, and my, my theory is, is that uh, there was obviously one game only, so the armed forces had to come to play because, you know, the, the, the vets all got in for free. It was all part and parcel. They could play two up out the front. I don't know if they got free beers. The whole thing was built around this theme of Anzac Day. And so, therefore, the armed forces, in this case the Air Force, used to fly, I think, straight down to Paddington Barracks, let the, let the helicopter have a rest, refuel, and then you could hear it coming from a mile away and it would shake the foundations and that set the kiddies alight. Even the old blokes are like too. My father served in the Second World War, Stephen, and I rang him yesterday and said, Dad, just want to acknowledge, you know, thank you for your service. It's Anzac Day. And he goes, is it? Is it? And he's 97. Yeah. And I said, what do you mean, Dad? He goes, there'll be no Blackhawk at the game He today. said that, didn't yeah. he? Good on it, him. It's, it's uh, lost meaning. He's, and, but he's, he's, he's living in the eastern suburbs, right? Well, yeah, he's down there in... So uh, he can feel it. He in, can feel that the Blackhawk's there or not he, there, right? Oh, he'll sense His it. waters would move or he, not. He was in the Air Force. It's in his <laughs> there you DNA. Go. Okay. And he feels short-changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you talk about it. It was at least at the cricket ground still. They do a, a lap. Of the facility. Well, well, let's 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 get down to this, Chris. Now, normally we get we get the full entourage on the uh, the jeeps that we drive around. We right. get the marching band, of course. You know, we get the ceremony with the speakers. Uh, Fuzzy was the angels used to appear. Not there yesterday. Justin Olin from Melbourne Storms, quite rightly upset it, by that. And outrage. Yeah, and the jeeps came in from the opposite side, side and do the full. And, and did you see the people? Oh, it's the official thing. They stood up. Yeah. And then they got to halfway and on one side of the ground and just cut into the yeah. middle. Same with the one horse, Chris. <laughs> one lone horse. I mean, Ferris is Ashton's son, who I'd love Ferris Ashton and whoever your representative was. <laughs> You'd normally get to applaud them as Everybody they go Everybody has past. to have a crack at that. Yeah. No. No, no, no. absolutely denied. And that's denying the, the members as well and the VIPs, the, the, the Chooks elite. It budget cuts across the board, Stephen, yeah. and, and it got... Is this, is this a PVL initiative? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I hear he's a penny pincher. Because before PVL, I think that, and I don't know who to blame here, we went from the Blackhawks when, of course, the whole notion of this concept was spreading far and wide and probably the Air Force said, look, we can't afford eight Blackhawks. You know, what do you want? One at Penrith and one at you know, New, New Zealand? And, so anyway, so then we got the Channel 9 helicopter, remember? This little flea pit used to come and go... And then we go, oh, what? Channel know, 9. That all smacks of Greenberg to me. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> yes, yes. And look, it got so bad because, as you mentioned, I went to two games. Bizarrely not uh, West Tigers versus Manly Ringa Seagulls at Campbelltown, where I was at Solar Sydney, Stephen. Uh, a little bit of a... Uh, that questions your allegiance, doesn't it, eh? Funk and disco situation at the Newmarket Hotel. Yeah. And let me tell you... Well, that's you, a health issue for you. You have to sort of start moving your body after the, your treatment. Correct. You've I've, I've got to keep the legs mobile. Well, let me right. tell you, you were sorely missed. But <laughs> but I did go out to the South Sydney Rabbitohs versus Penrith Panthers. Yes. Well, they, they now, well, they had an Anzac Day ceremony, right? Of course they did, yeah. And then yeah, we got the we got the last post followed after yeah. the, um, the, the, the oath and all that sort of deal. Yes. And we got a full 60 seconds 
seconds minute right. of silence. So it's only the actual first game, the original one best, that went tight on everything. So there's no minute of silence yesterday that I, I remember. I'm saying 20 seconds 20 max. seconds max. Is a, that because I don't trust Chris, Roosters and Dragons supporters in the way they trust South and Penrith supporters to has, keep their trap shut? I would, I would agree, except I'd say it's only one team they don't trust. <laughs> You've seen the local yahoos down at the Sheaf, haven't you, Chris? Oh, man. And look, and, and seriously, I, I barely noticed the game because I'm obsessed by these things. Yes. I mean, the, the game started and referee Andrew G was fully mic'd up. For, talking, to, and talking to who? Boy, you want them to shut up when you're at the game. Yeah, don't, you yeah. don't want to hear from the referee, yeah. that's for sure. But I tell you what, though, let's not, uh, let's not denounce the atmosphere. It was beautiful. It was exciting. Story. 41,900, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. 40, Wonderful. Yeah, it could have been 45. We're, go, we're paid to nitpick, Chris. That's our job. Well, we, we, we're reporters, Stephen. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> Journalists. Chris. And I know that <laughs> yeah, uh, the Roosters um, are known for their crowd manipulation. Number, you're talking numbers here, yeah. Tenders, yeah. And, and yesterday reported 40-odd thousand. When you say the veterans are allowed in for free... Where do they go? I question I that. Yeah, I know, I didn't it's see It's very that. easy to say that. Yeah, 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 but if yeah, you, yeah. I couldn't see any guy rocking up, guy, guy, guy girl, whatever, yes. rocking up in a uniform and they're just going, come through, sit where you like. Yeah, no, not going to happen. I just think it's no, a myth. No, no. I agree. I don't think they factored it in very well. I could be wrong. You know, I mean, I don't want to suggest this, Stephen, other than to simply describe. Do we not live in a world potentially where the true veterans are out doing their tour, bonding with their mates, yes. talking about their great contribution to this country, yes. and that the Roosters have paid about, I don't know, 30 or 40 people, actors, to dress up, up. Oh, in military goodness, costumes just to create the illusion that they're there? I can't back that up, Chris. I, I, I'm not saying that happened. Now, uh, after the... After the uh, pre-show, game starts, and, and I would say to you, uh, St. George, as I mentioned, one international. Is he an international? Is Ben Hunt an international? Or yeah, just yeah, state, state yeah. of origin? I mean, if, you, if, you're, is he? if you're talking broadly World Cup style, Stephen, you might find a few others actually in your squad, but anyway. I think he'd be a backup, right? <laughs> international backup. That's the best we got, right? <laughs> That's what Off the bench. And it surely played out that way because suddenly right through the middle, try after try after try was happening. Teddy was in the middle of it all. He's never scored a try this year. Until? Such is the form until yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I think he was reading the criticism. Very much like Luttrell. Once the, once the media does its job like yeah, we do yeah. and reports what's happening, the players who allegedly never read the media, they're all over it. Right. And Teddy goes, you know what? They're right. I haven't scored. Have I, I better score a try. And you know what I thought? Floodgates. <laughs> and I nearly thought, to myself, oh, this is going to be a long, hard day because I was surrounded by Chook supporters of all colour and shape, <laughs> including, including the great whinger behind me, you know, <laughs> whinging at everything that went wrong for him. Even though they were winning, I said, mate, you're winning. Stop whinging. It wasn't your old mate Brett Oden by any chance, was it? <laughs> no, he wouldn't come anywhere near me on a game day. Like <laughs> That's that. right, he was sitting down with me. Yeah. Uh, it, but I, I love turning points in games, Stephen, and I have to say at 20 to 6, when the Chooks went in yet again and yeah. it turned out that the old Rhode Island, Rhode Island Gooder himself, Hectic Cheese, Hectic had passed Cheese. off the ground, yeah. had that try been awarded... Because I was saying that, Chris, not too loudly because I knew we were being you know, bombarded by insults around. Surely that's got the, hat, like the, the elbow on the ground. Very Stop, clear. Passed. Surely could have been Very called clear. or wrong. And gee, they didn't like that. They didn't a- like that. Andrew G had a number of correctable errors yesterday. And how good was it to see the, uh, the, the uh, armed military outfits doing the horses straight after at halftime? You know, I completely switched, switched off. Did you? I said, oh, they got a little combo down the far end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got complete. And that's what they did, did they? The horses, yeah. Just the horses? Well, I didn't hear the voice, but I'm sure that was coming when well, I went to get a the bite. P- the PA is terrible there. All those hundreds of millions of dollars poured into that stadium with the support of the likes of Peter Fitzsimons, and you can't hear a thing. Well, I think it's where you're sitting, Chris, because I remember seeing, uh, was it not Penal? Yes, it was Penal, yes, Penal one of the yeah. finals. And down the bottom was like murky and it's, it's, it's conditional. One thing I did like was in the anthem, Stephen, they went from the New Zealand anthem and the military guys kept tapping on the drum into yes. the Australian anthem. It's kind of like an anthem dance mix. Dance mix, yeah. I thought that was very contemporary, Tories, very yeah. happy. Very with it, very now. Now, Chris, one of the things on the screen, of course, was that when they introduced the Roosters, yes. we got their nickname. <laughs> now, is this something for the kiddies? Is this something new? You Look, get, you get, you know, uh, you know, Brandon Smith, uh, hectic block of cheese, or the cheese. Just cheese. Yeah. Uh, focus group, Stephen, because this is what they do at places like the Sydney Roosters because they've got limitless pockets. And they've said, um, basically, the rugby league punter cannot relate to the modern rooster player because they live in this rarefied eastern suburbs atmosphere. Oh. And so they came up, let's give them nicknames. Okay, so we've got Luke Keery, Kez. Kez. Big letters, yeah. all, all the little kids. Oh, go Kez, you know, okay. <laughs> and then we get Daniel Tupo. Guess what he is? Toops. Toops, that's right. And then we get uh, James Tedesco, an old mate of yours. Teddy. Teddy. Uh, where'd that come from, by the way? 
Tedesco, Teddy. I think, I think that's yeah. pretty much derived from Tedesco. It's not, it's not Tedesco. historical or political, no. I, I don't think it's, a, you know, he's got a childhood Teddy that he hangs on to or anything like that. Uh, Sam Walker, gone. <laughs> this is, again, budget cuts. Is they actually ran a series of nicknames of players who weren't taking part in the fixture yep. and didn't correspond to the video up above yeah. of the player. Just, just to be clear, gone. Yeah. Uh, Jared Warrior Hargroves, uh, what's he called? Jezza. Jezza, God. Nate Butcher, guess. Butch. Butch. They're nothing if not uh, creative. Now, this is the best one. Joseph Suali'i got Joseph Akuso Suali'i. It's great, isn't it? Proper name. That's right. Bow down and respect, right? Pay your dues. Why is that? Because he's a rugby union player. player. That's right. That's right. Brandon Smith, simply the <laughs> cheese. cheese. Right. Nice. Beautiful. I oh, know, Fletcher Baker, come on. See, the bakes or Fletch, right? And I was waiting for the uh, Harold Faltermeyer. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Fletch. Yeah. Uh, Satili. Uh, Tuanua. Tuvanua. Yeah, so Tuvanua. this is the trouble here is no, they haven't no. completed their research. So Satili Tuvanua's nickname is also Toops, which Not is confusing the kids because there are two Toops. See, why is that? This could be Sits. <laughs> Illy? City? Illy? Yeah. yeah, I know. Uh, S-Man. Then we have Trent Robinson himself. Robbo. <laughs> Robbo, the, over, over, the oversharer, right? Uh, the man has been described as the moral compass of our game, Stephen. Right. Here's, well, I'm following that one. Where's North? I'm following him. Uh, Victor Radley, here's where it gets funny. It used to be Victor the Inflictor, didn't it? Originally because he was a hard man, yeah. you know, uh, for you know his relative size packed a bigger punch, bigger so to speak. What about Victor the Violator? Well, you know, that was for those. But for me, my first take at it was he was renamed Victor the Defector because he decided to play for Great Britain Is that right? in international. Hang on, I've got another one here. Idiot. Yeah, well, that was after he got his eighth Simbin against the Cronulla Sharks. That's just right. Just lying on a player needlessly and senselessly. And then, of course, because he can't help with the red mist merchant. The, and now, victim. Victim. Victor the victim. Because yesterday he was put in the bin for a record ninth time. He's um, surpassed Latrell Mitchell with that wonderful honour. And, of course, his captain and his coaches will hear now sprung to Victor's defence. Yeah. This is adamant. That was a head-on-head. That's what I saw. You know, I didn't see all, all the angles, but I just said, I feel like it was anyone else, but Victor would have been okay. But I think Victor gets, you know, I don't know if there's any contact around the head or head clash. Yeah, Victor just gets a bit harshly treated there. But, again, I haven't seen all angles, so I don't know. But I thought from... I thought it was head on head. Do you think that's the case, Robbo? That referees treat Victor differently to other players? Uh, I think Victor gets treated differently, yeah, just because of the the aggression that he plays with, yeah. I think Robbo would like all the Roosters to be treated differently. A couple of things that jump out of there. Um, Teddy described it as head on head. Reminds me of some adult entertainment I saw recently. Um, But um, Robbo. Let's just, if you actually break down what he said, he says the referees treat Victor Radley differently to every other player in the NFL. Because of his rap sheet. That's a $20,000 fine if it's Ricky Stewart. But because he's the moral compass, because of those mellifluous tones, he gets away and Victor is suddenly a victim. Victim, He makes a new record of sin binnings and suddenly he's a victim. I'm outraged. Uh, Do we all remember Dylan Napper? Yes. He used his head as a projectile. I mean, there was there was you know boxhead himself. Speaking of adult content, um, yeah. you might remember a very famous video with Dylan Napper, but he's actually back in the Roosters squad. Welcome back. Yes, and look at the knock-on effect. Yeah. it's had on Victor. So he's he's taking Victor behind the shed <laughs> and saying, "Mate, this. they don't notice it when you run straight at them with the with the crown of your head. Correct. You'll get away with it. It's not a high shot it's with your a, arm. No, if it's you, not. And Victor's going, oh, okay, Dylan, and bang, he's back it in the bin. Like a bloody great idea. Yeah, I might so, go back to Victor. But the anyway, idiot, I think. it's all entertainment, Chris. Why should they care? Yeah, Victor gets sent off. It only adds bums on seats, and there's money in that, Chris. There's money to be made in Simbin, Steve. Now, the second but, half, and what happened? Oh. Roy Masters wrote that article during the week. He's saying this huge increase in Simbins leads to more tries, particularly for the team that doesn't have a player in the yes. bin, which leads to more opportunities to run ads. PVL all over oh, too. I run ads. That, yes. that end as well. Money in the Simbin. Okay, it's not just PR. Uh, and, of course, what happened? Second half, St. George come flying back. And then two, two, two fellows, Terrell Sloan and uh, Sully. Moses Sully, fantastic. Moses ran right over Joseph, what's his name again? Akuso Akuso. That's right, Suali'i. We'll get that right. Look, I mean, I'd like to call him Joseph Suali, but let's call him by his nickname, Joseph Akuso Suali. Right. And Joseph Akuso Suali was saying, Suali'i was saying, that, boys, boys, come on, I'm Joseph Akuso Suali'i. Don't run over me. Don't run around me. Don't make me look like a fool. I've got a $4.8 million over three years contract ha, ha, ha. to think about. Cop that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, and then to top of all things, of course, not only did we win five to four with the tries, we lost on the goal kicking, unfortunately. Zach Lomax was a lonely man out there. Everybody on the text lines were going, 
if we'd only kick those goals, we'd win. Zach Lomax, you Mathematically, that's find a kicker. That's correct. Uh, and then so be it, so much so that one, I think he was a social worker. Yes. He, well, he'd taken his top off, so we couldn't tell you know, who he was exactly. But he ran out all the way onto the field just to give him a hug. Look, a bit of empathy was exactly what Zach needed. Needed. And, I mean, in that firestorm of criticism about his inability to convert, from the sideline, I happen to point out, so, yeah, Yes. Uh, it was really heartwarming. And, again, the mainstream media refused to cover it. And if you go to the Fire Up Facebook page, you'll see five seconds of footage of the said social worker yes. uh, being escorted somewhat roughly from the field after reaching out to a fellow human being. Yeah. It was a rare moment of humanity out there so don't at worry about Stadium, Stadium. It's Stephen. not your fault. That's right. It's not your fault. Now, big news this week, Jack White. I don't really care, except we'll talk about the transparency factor, maybe if you want to. Uh, anything else to add, Chris? No, I don't care at all. But just typical of someone going to South to try and sort of trump Anzac Day by announcing that they have gone to the South Sydney Rabbitohs and Dennis Carnahan tells us why. A little ditty about Jack and Luttrell Two country boys who like to go out and raise a little hell Jackie White and he's a football star Trail Mitchell is too, both of them are. Sucking on some birthday grog back in February. Trails wrestling with Jack, there's someone called the police. Then they played for the All-Stars and got the victory. But now Jackie has to decide what his future will be. Jack Whiten is thinking the thrill of camera is done. Oh yeah, Jack Whiten. He has to decide if it's time to move on or stay strong. Jack is his back, collects his thoughts for a moment. Looks at all the offers, wonders where he'll be next year. The trail says, hey Jackie, come play with me at South Sydney. And Jackie says, maybe I want a premiership ring. Trally says, oh yeah, Jack Whiten, come play with your trail, it's time to move on. Oh yeah, Jack Whiten, he's wandering still. If it's time to move on, or stay strong. A little ditty about Jack and Latrell, two footy playing cousins who like to raise a little hell. There's a warning going out, Chris, if you notice, it's not a weather warning. And the ACT, right across the whole territory, including Queen Bian, put your cats in, shelter your cats, because Ricky Stewart is on the march. That's right. I mean, no he's cat... He's angry, is, he's upset. No cat is safe with the Jack White news, Stephen. Do you remember when he used to kick his own cat? Well, you well, know... So, so word had it. And the plastic furniture budget at the Canberra Raiders... It out was the always, window. Oh, boy. Now, uh, thanks very much, Dennis Carnahan. That was a great piece. It was called The Ballad of Jack and Latrell. Uh, I'd just say, follow the money trail. Do you remember when he was originally Johnny Cougar? Yeah, but he wanted to be Bruce Springsteen, right? <laughs> right. And, you know, I Need a Lover and yeah, yeah, yeah. Miami, yeah. where she's nowhere near 20. And then he became Johnny Cougar. Yes. Mellencamp. And now he's just John Mellencamp. That's right. That's his real name? That's his real name. It's a funny name. No, in fact, the really interesting trivia is his real name is John Cougar. Yeah. But he loved the idea of Mellencamp and he okay. just had to evolve to there. Because that's a cool sounding name. Yes, it is. I mean, Johnny Cougar sounds like anything. Standard practice. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's Hollywood. That's Hollywood. Right. Uh, Chris, Anzac Day version two. The other game on actual Anzac Day was held in Melbourne and correctly so, playing against New Zealand, New Zealand Warriors. Well, are they? They're just the Warriors now, aren't they? Well, they shouldn't be. Uh, to uh, me, they're always New Zealand. I mean, they they're based in New they Zealand. They represent the whole bloody country. Well, don't, I'm, don't I'm, I'm concerned. It. But I, I will say about this game, Stephen, being mm. down at Amy Park, I wasn't there. Yeah. No, I wasn't there either. You know, it's a funny old joint, Amy Park. 
Funny old joint. And it's was, the former Olympic Park. You can't blame them in Victoria. I mean, you, you know the story, of course. They're proud free settlers. We were the convicts. I reckon they're the criminals. You know, I reckon Melbourne play like criminals. They got it all wrong, topsy-turvy. I heard Job Joe Batman was not a good dude. That's what I've heard. Right. And it could well be because of the, you know, dare I say, Rupert Murdoch's on the nose everywhere and he was the one first funding the team. You know, maybe something's rubbed off there. But I just don't think they get rugby league. You've worked Amy Park. I know that. It's a weird place, Chris. And what I can't get out of my head yeah. is the cowbell. Oh, jeez, I can't get that out of my head too. I wish I could. But it's not necessarily somewhere there with a cowbell anyway. Well, I have played the cowbell electronically, Chris. I'll, I'll give you that much. That's a scoop, right? Wow. Yeah, wow, I know. Uh, far beat for me to say they are doing it electronically. I think there's probably some dude. Next thing you're going to be t- yeah. telling me that the, uh, Domin- the Dominion and Smartmatic voting machines weren't rigged. That's right. And uh, the great big, what's that horn, the Viking horn, is actually real as well. Oh, right. <laughs> the kid is shush, cl- shush. Cover your ears. Well, I mean, when Mal Meninga blows it, you kind of accept kind it. Of believe a good it, yeah. set of lungs on him, yeah, right? Yeah, but yeah. when Alan Tung gets on yeah, it, yeah, yeah. you still get the same sound out of it. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, or maybe the brick with eyes. Oh, yeah, exactly. We, we believe that. <laughs> but but right. most of them can't make a noise like a didgeridoo. If you can't do that circular breathing, you just can't do it. Bagpipes, same story, you know. Uh, but but you know what what I what I do call them the criminals. They're the malingering mongrels. The Melbourne team they don't understand the the essence of rugby league is to have a sense of humour while you're playing the game. What what's his name? Sean Johnson got off at the end. Went yeah, you know we pretty good signs there, and you know we'll 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 get better. That's fine. We got four. No, we got four in hospital. But the troops are down uh, now. I'm going to say to you, Chris, that I think Billy Ake, Craig Bellamy, um, even in his sort of um, twilight sunset years, has still got it in him, right? Because I think he said in that great thing about how war is a metaphor for sport, mm. and. They took it seriously. They took George it Orwell apparently originally coined did, that did, idea. Did he? So it's like Bellamy to take uh, ideas from other people. But this enmity you have for the storms, I just want to separate. Is it? It's instinctive, Chris. Is it what you see or is it yes. all due to 1999? No, nothing to do with that. No, that's for out of the window. When I watch the game, I'm prepared to change allegiances all the time. So your rugby league DNA is triggered by what happens when you watch the when Storms play. When I actually play. watch them. Because when I... Even though the players are completely different. There's no Lucifer... There's no Cameron Smith There's some anymore. consistency there, Chris. There's and no there's Cooper only one Pomp. man that can be accountable no for that. Billy. Yeah. There's one man. Look, look, you, you have a personal feeling about Penrith being evil, etc., etc. I just like no, to watch them because they're great... Because <laughs> they're great footy players. It's like the Harlem Globetrotters. I enjoy that. And same with New Zealand. <laughs> I enjoy watching them as well. What I saw yesterday was literally... If you had Melbourne Storm in the trenches with you at Gallipoli or anywhere... You'd be comfortable. You'd be a winner. You know, we would have won Gallipoli if we had them there. Nelson, big Nelson, if he was there, look out, Turkey. Well, Masterstroke by Belliak did hold big Nelson back because you just see the way he ran onto the field. In fact, he led the field back on at half time. He yeah. wasn't captain, but he said, get out of my way. Did you find it ironic then it was Dylan Walker who was put in the bin for a headshot? <laughs> yeah. Um, and Alyssa Katoa, who was clearly concussed, was looking to take on the referee, Walker, whoever had part of it. So there was a sort of an irony that it was new, the Warriors who ended up short Mate, they playing do, the Storm. They do my head in. They really do. When I watch them, you know, the idea that you a tackle is to stop the motion of the player. It's, it's not to then stop them and then turn them, look at the ref, Oh, I got a bit longer here. Roll them over, pull their leg, and then maybe maybe squeeze their neck at the same time. You know, and that takes about six seconds instead of the three that you're allowed. It's called owning the ruck. Every damn game. It's called owning the ruck, Stephen. <laughs> owning the ruck. They 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 have invented that concept, and of course, you know, it's it spreads and then it doesn't spread. It's in, in, endemic. Is that the right word? Yeah, yeah, sure. Endemic to Melbourne has been since as long as I can remember, and it really spoils my love of the code. So with some speculation that Bellum in his twilight years could go somewhere else, e.g. the Gold Coast, you'd be dead against that because it would be spreading the virus, right? Well, what happens if he comes to the Dragons? <laughs> you welcome him gonna, with open I, arms. Then what am I going to say? I know. You'd, there'd be a crowdfunding page and you'd be throwing cash at it. I've got a question, Chris. Please Surely there are weight and height limits like there are in all football, sports codes, you know, basketball. You just you can't just hire a monster. You, you know, you can't hire Frankenstein to play basketball, can you? I mean, really, come on. Uh, you're familiar with the concept of open sports, Stephen? <laughs> Nelson Osafa Solomon. Surely he breaks every limit capability or laws. Surely. So there's a whole controversy going on right now in terms of transgender involvement in sports. Yes. Uh, we're not going to wait into that. No. You just want to start with... 
like junior sport with kiddies, yeah. ban the big kid. Ban the big kid. Right. Yeah. And make, what, and make, make him play with the other big kids. So you're you're comfortable with the social worker coming out and putting an arm around Zachy Lomax, <laughs> yeah. it'll all be all right. Yeah. You want to actually write a letter yeah. from Volandis and Abdo saying, Nelson, thank you for your contribution. You can't too play big. It. You can't play our game. Yeah. And funnily enough, in the Philippines, they used to have a basketball league where they had a height restriction. Right. So they couldn't bring import players taller than six foot six. That makes sense. That makes sense. Now, let's, should we move on to some other games? You Tell me about the game you went to. So I went to Sassani versus Penrith. Yeah. Uh, who, who are you going for? <laughs> well, you know, again, I was divided yeah. allegiance because I tipped Penrith. Yeah. But uh, uh, my enmity for Cleary's, is, particularly Ivan in particular, seems to have really extended. Really? Okay. Again, there were a couple of very interesting things. Uh, first of all, we talked last week about South's nutritional partner, Yasana. Yeah. Uh, the halftime entertainment was this, Stephen. <laughs> Uh, corporate sponsorship entertainment, yeah? So 101. D- d- down one of the in-goals, they set up a couple of USANA. Like, I talked about there'd be a tablet mascot, right? Well, in fact, there were these big, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. soft pil- pylons Go- of USANA tablets. Right, a pyramid. Yeah. Well, no, they were just a cylindrical, uh, like your typical jar of your energy supplement. Yes. But basically, there was a relay for 10 wonderful South supporters Great. where they had to sprint to the various pylons and collect up. USANA products. Yeah. And build a pyramid back at the head station Not table. take a hit each run. No, they'd have to take them. <laughs> okay. Uh, and literally, USANA, which we've established, is a multi-level marketing pyramid company. Right. You were building pyramids to win <laughs> vouchers pyramids, yes. for USANA. Yeah. And USANA being USANA, who has 10,000 sales representatives yeah. spread throughout Australia, every one of those kiddies, modern parlance, won a prize. Everyone got the supplement. Are you sure? It sounds a little bit like the uh, McDonald's Monopoly scam. I don't know. It was really... We'll, we'll wait, wait and see. Uh, that's interesting, Chris. And so what happened when you realised that your team was going to win, the one you picked? Uh, Not the tipping, but the picking. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, there was a lot of joy because I was around South Sydney supporters, right? And I was able to uh, attach to that. The, the, there are a couple of things that stood out for me, Stephen, as well. First of all, Yusana is the South's nutritional partner. Yeah. They were advertising for South's cleaning partner. And they had some uh, people sat in one of those comfy chairs... Uh, 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 on the side of the field, yeah, yeah. sponsored by South's retirement living partner. When does this partner mania end? Wow, wow. So, so like, you could have a Broadway musical with the cleaners, <laughs> you know, the supplements, the elderly, supplements for the elderly. But did you watch the game? I did, and I really did think that South were lucky to win. They were lucky to win, mm. but did you notice their jersey? It was the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the design by Russell. Russell Crowe. Russell, yeah. Is there the, no end to what this man can do? The underwater theme. The voiceover king. Submarine Black. Gladiator. Ray, yeah. Father of Superman. Yes. And now Jersey Designer. He's got a new band too. Not 30 foot of Not 40, 40 it's, got, it's got a new name. I'll have to look it up. Well, I think it's metric now, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not. No, it's not even. I think, funny I think, I think, it's, I think it's six meters of odd foot of grunt or something like where, that. Where does it stop, Chris? Well, he goes, and I don't really want to do Russell's voice at South Sydney over time. We've had Anzac Day jerseys that honour all the Army, the 100th year of the Air Force and the Royal Australian Navy. Yeah. This year, this year, yeah. we honour the Submariners right. to keep our nation safe. Right. The design of black. All it looked like was just a backing, a really good backing for MG. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> the design of black and dark grey stripes is based on the way light refracts underwater. I think oh, that's rubbish. He's a poet, isn't I mean, I've, I've watched those Attenborough yeah. documentaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, you get dappled sunlight on the water. Chris, you don't get black and grey. How do you not know that he's a man of the arts? <laughs> how do you not know that? After yeah. all these years. Because I'm a Philistine, Stephen. Yes, exactly. I'm a West Tiger supporter. Exactly. Now, um, can I say, did you watch... Uh, I, you, I was there accidentally, but, uh, you know, we talked about uh, Artie Beats and Ashes getting... You know, ceremoniously put down after midnight by those monks of uh, Eastern Suburbs. Yes, under the cover of darkness, yes. And then... I happened to walk over and saw a big screen, Redfern Oval, because I was shopping there. And then I saw the Silverhead Fox, Ray Martin, talking it up. And then I saw uh, the um, Sattler's son, Scott Sattler, saying some very, very profound words about his father. So they obviously had a belated uh, ceremony where all the players, all dressed in black, I, I should add, not, not red and green. Uh, there seemed to be some other luminaries. I didn't see Russell Crowe there. He's probably busy somewhere, it's some far away. He touches on the jersey, probably. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, a film location somewhere. No, 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 no. needs needs more black. Needs more black. So you're just in the area, in the and, area, and a little bit. You're attracted by shiny objects. Well, so my, the screen... my rugby league antenna went off. Well, I mean, far better for me uh, to shower more plaudits on the South Sydney Rabbitohs, Stephen. Mm-hmm. But look, in broad sunlight, broad sunlight, 
you were able to just wander in. Free to get in. Right. His teammates were actually there. Actually the there. The likes of McCarthy and, All there. and, and, yes, and yes. Ronnie Coote. His actual teammates, that's Whereas right. the likes of Fairfax and Schubert were apparently nowhere to have seen I'm it. I'm making no comparisons, Chris. I'm just saying it was done well. It was done with class. Two philosophies, Stephen. Yeah. And they said, and then races now, you know, lads, off you go, wander off to the ceremonial location. They walked slowly as I think it was the full four-verse version of um, Glory, Glory I've never heard before. Every verse is different, tells a different story. And they get to under the post and they pull out a plastic bag and out come the ashes. This and then they had to be stopped because they weren't using all the ashes. They had to re- retrieve some ashes back. Well, the Beetson family set a primer there because they've still got ashes uh, to Allocated. scatter 12 years after the great man's departure. Exactly. And, and look, uh, I don't want to keep saying that we break exclusives on this, Stephen, but I'd say that that is what got Jack waiting over the line. Yeah. They said, sure, you'll be taking $300,000 less a year, but we will scatter your ashes on Heffron Park, yes. otherwise known as the Asana Nutritional Centre. And Jack says, where do I sign? Where? Now, uh, do you want to cover Newcastle? Well, there are a couple of other uh, fun incidents that came out during the round, Stephen. So we've got a little bit of audio here. Newcastle, uh, unfortunately, went down to the North Queensland Cowboys in a very tight fixture, but it was the very happy return of Kalen Ponga, though there was a concerning moment in the 70th minute where this Falcon happened. We'll hear now. To turn him into the bubble boy so he never gets a hit. The bubble boy from Seinfeld. Things you may have missed. So, so Vossi was so concerned that Kalen, you know, he's got the headgear, he's had the concussion, now he's getting hit in the head with a football. He might be, have to be put Any into a bubble. Any which way possible, Chris. That's right. <laughs> and, of course, it's such a great excuse to play a little bit of the bubble boy audio from okay. Seinfeld. I saw you on a Tonight Show a couple weeks ago. I was watching the show with my son Donald. He's got this rare immune deficiency in his blood. I damned this thing. Doctors say he has to live in a plastic bubble. Can you imagine that? A bubble. A bubble? A bubble? Yes, a bubble. Anyway, we were watching you on TV. You get in the bubble with him? No, he can see through the bubble. It's plastic. Oh, I thought it was like an igloo. No, it's clear. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who has the remote? He does. The remote goes through the bubble? Yeah, he's in the bubble with the remote. So you have no control over the remote? No, it's frustrating. Chris, the word bubble, that's it. That's all you need, right? I know. I know. And it's just heartwarming to think that if things don't go that well for Caleb, at least we'll be able to watch TV. Yeah. Look, I noticed another game, uh, Manly, Warringah, and I'm going to call this Groundhog Day for two reasons, right? Played your team, of course, can't get a win. No. No. So there's the Groundhog every day. The Tigers toddlers, as we used to hear the other day from HG and Roy, they don't, they don't know any difference. In genetically, you're, you're built to lose. You're they keeping the, a clean track record. They won the second half again, though, Stephen. They won the second half again. That's true. There's your groundhog again. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but then, then, then with uh, the well, it's not always the groin, but Turbo, Tommy Turbo, the groin went again. Boom. Our uh, audio producer, your brother Mash, brought out a pretty good point. Billy Knowles, like magnificent success with Latrell's hamstring, which was separately taken over from Latrell last year and treated. Treated. Where's mm. Pappenhausen? He's not back on. And Turbo looks busted, Stephen. I mean, it, Stefano Utukamanu ran him down yeah. as props are not generally mm. want to do against yeah. fullbacks. Look, I looked, looked it up. Three symptoms if your Turbo has failed, right? <laughs> uh, a bad Turbo will lead to a loss of engine power, given you couldn't track down one of the players on the game. Increased exhaust smoke and emissions uh, and a check engine warning light will ignite on the dashboard and you might also hear whistling and whining sounds coming from the groin itself. Well, we could hear that on the telly. <laughs> we certainly could. And uh, who knows what the future holds for Turbo. Fire up. Explaining the Church of Rugby League. I don't like rugby league and I could never figure out what on earth is a squirrel grip. But I love Fire Up. Chris, I caught a movie just the other night. I do get a bit of uh, time off occasion. It was called The Flim Flam Man. Oh. I, did, I don't know what that's about. Can you help me out? Yeah, it's a, it's about a con man, Stephen. A con man. And uh, he gets faced with moral challenges. His particular practices are called into question. Yes. From the 1960s. But it's essentially someone who... Has a medical condition, Stephen. Yes. And I don't want to get too technical here, but I do feel I need to refer to my notes. And that is someone who is experiencing acrasia. And acrasia is the state of acting against your better judgment. Isn't that the whole human race? <laughs> <laughs> it's when you do one thing, yeah. even though you know you should do something else. Yes. And it reminded me of someone who's very, very important in rugby league. Someone who knows they should do one thing, but does something else. A leader, a yeah. visionary? Because the film starred George C. Scott. Now, he's a leader in anyone's language. Do you, 
I love things that go wrong at uh, awards nights, right? Yes, yes. Or things that are just memorable, like when Paul Mack thanked all the ecstasy dealers when he won his yes, Aria yes, for yes. the best dance release. When Brando brought up the uh, American Indian. That's, that's right. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. fantastic stuff. <laughs> when Goldie Horn mm. read out who won the best actor... Uh, and it was, she goes, oh, my God, the winner is George C. Scott for Patton because he didn't turn up. Ah, right, because he's a strong man. Mm. He doesn't need that sort of drivel. That doesn't need baubles. Fri- frivolity. Baubles and trinkets, Stephen. But this man you're talking about is not him. No, it's Peter Volandis. Peter Volandis, right. And Mr. Entertainment. Well, he's been called many things. He's been called the Horseman, mm-hmm. PVL, yeah. the Dark Overlord. Man of Feathers. The Man of Feathers. Mm. I think he's the Flim Flam Man. Right. I think he's got the acrasia. Have you got trademark? Uh, I have. You have. Got- and um, I'm in dispute with the people who actually released the movie in the 1960s, of course, but that's of another thing. Yeah. Because you'd Peter- be called the Ed Sheeran of, uh, of public uh, uh, journalism. Who are they going? A Marvin Gaye song, is it? A Marvin Gaye. Which Let's song get is- it on. Really? He actually did a live. Now, now, now get this. Listeners, this is about a copyright infringement issue that the estate, of course, of Harvey Farquhar, who co-wrote the song Let's Get It On with Marvin Gaye, and then Ed Sheeran wrote a song in which he segued the two together. Now, if that's not a dead giveaway, come and sue me. I don't know what is it. <laughs> what was the song called? Let's Get It Off? No, no, I can't even remember that. Who listened to Ed Sheeran anyway? What's his albums? Plus, minus, multiplies? I, I mean, Apparently millions I can't do. wait till he gets into logarithms. Yeah. That'd be incredible. And that song about the Beatles is going to haunt him forever, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, yeah, so Volani's the flim flam man. Yeah. Has a habit of knowing he shouldn't do things, but he does them anyway. And I think this week in particular... Tell me what. Of, well, Tell we're going me. back to Vegas, baby. Oh, yes. Yeah. Wake me up when he does it, right? Home of the Los Angeles Raiders. The NFL team is Allegiant Stadium. Yeah. Every year we And the home of gambling. That Well, there's something Hello. that's interesting, right? <laughs> so the NRL says, you know, it's the vast uncharted territory. Paul Untapped brought, money. Paul Borton used to talk about China. China. Rivers of gold, no, Chris. But the rivers of gold yeah. in the United States and Las Vegas in particular. Yeah. So the Volandi's vision is we're going. Yeah. And he's taking Melbourne South's... Uh, Hang on. Matt Tripp, right? He's a gambling <laughs> yes. man. Yeah. yeah. Is better involved here? Uh, well... Could be. They would be their gaming partner right. for the event. Because Mur- young Murdoch's over there, isn't he? Which one? Lockton. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about Rupert. Rupert. No, I no. mean, young. <laughs> he's 92 years young, isn't he? <laughs> okay. And, and uh, I think uh, Manly South Melbourne and now the Bronx are on board. Right. Right. Though, interestingly, the Bronx have said you've got to play... At whatever time it is there that's Friday night back here in Brisbane. Of course it does. And they need ambassadors. Obviously, Manly have got a uh, great film star. Oh, um, Jackman. Gus Wallen's film. Yeah, Wolverine. <laughs> and they do wear the points. Shouts, of course, Rusty. On the jersey. Yes, well, he yes. says he's not interested in gambling, but right. he loves a night in Vegas. Does you know what I mean. Now, who have Brisbane got? Uh, I would say Lachlan Murdoch. Lachlan Murdoch. He, he can, exactly he who can sing got. and dance. Oh, it's a cabal, Stephen. This yeah. is this is a new cabal to take on the Kithra conspiracy. I can tell you that much. Right. And the idea is it's not just rug- two games of rugby league in Allegiant Stadium. Thank mm. God. There'll be a boxing match. Ah. Right? There'll be a mixed martial arts UFC. I'm about to say, fight, surely wrestling, Chris. Fight cage. I'm opposed to the whole thing because the NRL yeah. is deep in the pockets of gambling. This will just solidify this toxic relationship unless... They take pro wrestling Australia, and I'm all for it. <laughs> okay, then you're in. Yeah, because it's rugby league. Could you say boxing, what that, what's MMA, that name? What's, and wrestling. what's that name again? Pro wrestling Australia. I oh, got it. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What else has he done, Chris? Well, as you know, Hamish McClellan. Well, no one knew who he was until he started uh, going rugby league, and Joseph Akuso Swahili signed his mega deal for the future. Yeah. There's been a lot of negative chat coming out about Hamish about rugby league. You can't see the world. You can't buy yourself an air ticket because <laughs> if you go and get asked for a passport and they say, what do you do, play rugby league, they'll refuse you. Is that right? So that rugby union After office. After the New York that, experience, right? Correct. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, Peter Blandy's knows he should ignore this clown. He absolutely should say nothing about this clown. He took the bait. Cannot stop himself. Cannot stop himself. Cannot stop himself. Doing, what's, that, what's that disease again? Yeah, doing doing all sorts of stand-up about, yeah, they'll come back to the game because you'll get bored, all that sort of deal. Yes. Uh, in um, one very interesting uh, comment about, uh, I'm sure we're all very pleased to see Roger Tuivasa-Shek returning to the game after, let's face it, not much success with the All Blacks. Um, in commenting about Roger coming back to rugby league, uh, Peter Volandi said they should change the name of Rugby Union to Rugby Boomerang <laughs> because they always come back. Always come back. Well, to be honest, I think Rugby League should be called Rugby Boomerang because the players are coming back to Rugby League. Yes, if, yes. If I've got or that right. Or most of them are Rugby Union in the beginning anyway. That's right. It gets very confusing. Very confusing. But he wants to accelerate the process and um, because there's this poaching war going yeah. on right now, yeah. Stephen, he's talking about the idea of offering all the Rugby League clubs 
a $1 million salary cap exemption. Special bonus. If they sign people to come play our game. And the logic being is that like when we were watching Jared Hayne in America, all of Australia was watching the news every night to see how he'd go with that 40-metre run or 20-metre or 10-metre run. The, the same would apply. Like when those 320 million eyes, pairs of eyes, sorry, <laughs> turned on to Sonny Bill Williams running on for five minutes on the old girl. Remember that? For the Roosters. Remember that? Yeah. Right. Billions of people around the world. The eyes of the world were turned because they've signed someone from another another sports, Stephen. Yeah, it's a brilliant right. idea from PVL. Uh, does it matter what sport? Well, hit me. Well, surfing. Kelly Slater. He's Perfect. about to retire. He's ready to go. Can you imagine? Yeah. Uh, the Sydney Roosters, surf yeah. cult, or yeah. Manly, yeah. the beaches. Yeah. Kelly Slater yeah. is playing in the back row. Now, what I want to see <laughs> is Kelly Slater take the ball, first run up against Big Nelson. <laughs> what do you reckon? <laughs> I tell you what. I'd be, watch that. It'll be more than Turbo's groin that'll get busted. Oh, I can tell you that much. Oh, is he insured? <laughs> I'd watch it. Okay, what about, uh, I don't know, um, car racing of any style or shape, you know? Well, I like the cut of Shane Van Ginsbergen's okay. jib. He could uh, turn out for the Warriors or, you know, I mean, obviously there's a lot of interest. If yeah. Max Verstappen yeah. deigned to come play rugby league, yep. I don't know. But don't, I don't, don't they, like jockeys, right? you've got to have a shape, right? Oh, and don't they, don't they have to be little legs to sit in those cars? Yes. But barely, I, barely visible. But, I mean, Sam Walker is gone for the Roosters. Yes. And, and Kiri's got a use-by date on him. Okay. I'd say a Kiri for Verstappen. Happens yes. swap, fantastic. What about the well bit of Sam Kerr? Yeah, well, that's right. I that mean, makes we've got sense. to be open. I yeah. mean, she's nimble, she's quick. She is things you don't normally see in rugby, yeah. rugby league players. She stands up for women. That, fantastic. fantastic. I oh. mean, you would think she'd go to the NRLW, but in Volandi's vision, it's open. She could be turning out for the Gold Coast Titans. Well, dare I suggest this is all gearing up towards get, pinching other union players, right? Oh, rugby union. That's what he's talking that's about. What he's talking about. Oh, is it AFL? I don't know. Well. Does he does he worry about AFL? He does. He said a few comments. Yeah, he? he's talked about the ABBA uh, ACDC divide between the two codes. Right. But he's basically targeting rugby union, Stephen, and right. there's a little bit of skullduggery going on. Okay. What I want to know though, how long is he going to be around for? I've got another quote. Yes, please. And this is not going to be uh, something that necessarily soothes hearts everywhere. <laughs> he goes, this is about the talk that he's leaving soon because mm. he's got a bit on yeah. PVL. Yes. Racing, for example. Las Vegas. That's a big undertaking. Maybe the AFL or Rugby Union have started the rumour. They don't like me. <laughs> Eventually, if I leave one, I'll leave both, but I'm not contemplating it. People want to bring this up all the time. The 18th NRL team is a huge thing for the game, and I want to be part of that process. So we are stuck with the Flim Flam Man until yeah. the Pacifica Bears get yeah. better down in Port Moresby and holding the line against the Chinese yeah, Communist Party. you got to take it any which way you can to get to those Bears in. Mm. Okay, this is far up. Back in a minute. Stephen, we love a segment. Yes. And you introduced last week on the show a regular segment, which is your take on rugby league commentary cliches. Well, of course, the, uh, the, the bar, the filter is if you say the one phrase at least four times within a media show, bam, you're in. You could be a winner and we're going to draw the winner at the end of the year. That's now, exciting. This week it was Triple M on, I think, Friday night driving home and I heard uh, the, all of them. I think it was started with Dan Ganane. I think he sets the, 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 the temperature. Goodbye. The, the tone. They go, this is Parramatta. Got a chance their arm. They were losing. They needed something brilliant. They needed something for Gutho, you know. And they didn't chance their arm. They lost. <laughs> Said by all members, yeah, I think, what's your take? And so, yeah, I think they've got a chance their arm. So that's a candidate for the end of the year. Yes. And 
Also, I think you've got a subcategory here because you have nothing if not flexible. Oh, yeah. Rugby league coaching cliches. Yeah, well, we watched uh, Bellamy last night to see what he... He was quite chatty last night after, I think, you know, appropriate enough, you got to win, you know. Well, sporters like war, he won the war. Yeah, won the war, take home the chocolates, as they say, Chris, yes. in the business. And he said, with all due respect before everything. Didn't matter what it was, but with all due respect, and, Bellamy said. And the language analyst will always tell you, Stephen, whenever someone prefaces a comment or thought with all due respect, they're affording you zero respect. They've got none. That's right. None at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Aretha would be appalled. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one game that uh, caught my eye and sort of will take us out this week, Stephen, was the clash up north in Darwin. Yeah. Parramatta like to take their games up to Darwin. Yes. And it's hot up there. Yes. Um, it, it, unfortunately, in what subsequently was uh, charged and pleaded guilty to by Payne Haas' hip drop, Regan Campbell-Gillard, did something nasty to his groin, turbo style. Daly Terrian's comment, he goes, well, that's what happens on dewy ground. Your legs yeah. can slip apart. Also, the monsoonal rains will have something to do with it that were yeah. pouring down up there. But yet again, and you'll see this on Fire Up, and you must get onto our socials at Fire Up Rugby League, Facebook, Twitter, at Fire Up NRL, sorry, Instagram, I should say, and then at Fire Up NRL on Twitter. And you'll see the picture posted, which has become a yearly tradition of Coach Brad Arthur for the Eels. Yeah. With the Mount Franklin bottles. Two dozen. Up. That's right. 40, 45 litres. But he's now with uh, the arguably best looking man in rugby league sitting beside him, Trent Barrett. Saying what? And you could see that Trent had seemed to have hoarded the bottles and Brad was a little uh, upset by that. But they yeah. were both on the waters because they yeah. stayed hydrated. Yeah. And Stephen, again, another exclusive us as rugby league supporters and a great way to leave the yeah. show, um, particularly because we stuffed this up last year when you weren't here. You have something to say before we go to the... Well, I just want to say to you, the, the phrase scintillating was used on Brisbane's win over Parramatta. Mm-hmm. And if that's what they're drinking in the, the Parramatta box, what are they, what's Kevy drinking? 4X? Well, I, no. What I, makes you scintillating? I think we've established that getting on the coffees is doing you no good. Right. A la yourself, yeah. Car Smith. Yeah. The Waters is doing no good for Parramatta. I'm saying they're energy drinks. Right. I think they're on the Red Bulls. Not the North Queensland rum? Well, maybe with a dash of North Queensland rum. Underneath the counter sort of thing. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. But the Parramatta coaching team, well hydrated. We were able to capture this exclusive audio in the sheds after the match. This has been Fire Up. Bye now. Stage five. Evacuation beginning. Evacuation complete. Evacuation complete. 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 Evacuation complete. So tune in again next week when we invite a veritable breadline of nobodies and wannabes to flesh out another rip-snorting roundup of rugby league shenanigans, slander and smut right here at the home of radio's most fatuous footy confab. Fire!